What's up, my fitness family? Brent Cashman, BKPT. I have seven glute exercises for men for rock solid glutes. That's right, man. These are for you. Why? I'm going to tell you that in a few seconds, all right? So not only am I going to share with you the seven exercises to get those rock solid glutes, but I'm also going to share with you at the end of this video what might be holding you back from getting the most out of your glute exercises, all right? So make sure you stay with me to the end, all right? Subscribe, mash the notification bell, and also show me some love, give me some likes, all right? So that way I make sure that I'm putting out quality content for you. That way it's hitting home and you're getting exactly what you want. Also put in the comments if you have a glute exercise that you love and you got rock hard glutes, tell me what it is, man. Come on, man, share the love. Maybe, maybe I'm not doing it. So. All right, so we're gonna start off with number one, my favorite, the barbell hip thrust. So I'm also gonna show you some of the things that I see clients do wrong, things that I coach people through so that way they, you know, obviously get the exercise done right and not get hurt. So listen to all of the cues as I go through these, okay? So let me go ahead and move this over here so that way you get a good view, all right? So you sit on the floor, get your back up against the bench, and you got a barbell. So that would help if you're doing barbell hip thrusts to have a barbell. All right, so I have a nice pad here. You can use a neck pad um, or a yoga mat, roll it up. And you're gonna go ahead and roll this bar all the way up to your hips. You wanna make sure that it's centered. The last thing you wanna do is pick this thing up and it'd be kind of off centered. And therefore, you, some people will fight through it and do the whole thing kind of lopsided. Or you should just set it down and restart the whole thing over again. So sit nice and tall. You want this bench to be right up against your scapula. So I'll stand up and show you that in two seconds where that's at, but it's like right below your shoulder blades, okay? So sit nice and tall, pads up against your stomach, across your uh, hips, and you're going to put your hands on the bar and just drive your hips up, okay? So big thing with this is you want to teeter-totter and drive, and your goal is to get your hips higher than your knees. All right, so driving those hips up higher than your knees, that way you're getting those glutes activated. So do you see how I'm rocking my head and my whole body on that bench? So what you don't wanna do is glue your head to the bench and just ride that like that, because a lot of times it, it can be too much weight for your lower back and, and it's just kind of uh, you know, tweaking your lower back. Uh, so make sure you're not gluing your head to the bench. Make sure your whole body is teeter-tottering. Make sure you exceed past that table level so that way you're getting uh, a good glute activation. All right. Number two, we have a barbell sumo stiff-legged deadlift. Okay. So why? what's different between a sumo and a regular stiff-legged deadlift? One, what's different about it is obviously you have a wider stance, you have a sumo stance. So, but this tends to really, it's the ability to squeeze your butt a lot harder. All right, so it's a nice wide stance, it's about double shoulder width. You have your toes out at about a 15 degree angle. Um, you don't have to grab like this, but I always use an over under grip. So that just helps to kind of obviously get a better grip on the bar, for me at least. So toes are at a 15 degree angle. You want to have this bar right up against those shins. 
So your butt's back and you're up and you get a good squeeze on those glutes. Good control on the way down. Drive it up, squeeze on those glutes. Right back down. Hup. So things you want to make sure you're doing, you don't want the bar too far away from your legs because then it really pulls into that lower back. So you want to feel like you're pushing your butt way back there, trying to open it. I always tell people it's like you have a bag, a handful of groceries, and you're backing up against the door, and you push your butt back to get into it, the door. So it's the same thing. You're trying to drive those hips back, up, squeeze through your hips. Okay? So that's like the key factor that people do incorrectly. That's one of those things that you just, you know, you got to make sure you know, you're feeling this, the stretch in your hamstrings, the stretch in your glutes, and the contraction also. All right, so that is number two. Number three is going to be the cling. So the cling is going to be squatting down like you're into a deadlift position. So the bar's up against you, both hands overhand grip, and you're going to explode up and get down underneath that bar. Okay, so it's here. Make sure you grab it equally. Flip it up. Get down in a deep squat. Stand up and squeeze. Okay, bring it down and down to the floor. So explode, get down, and then drive through your legs to get that bar up. A lot of times what people do is they'll get here, and they flip it, and they're already standing in an upright position. So yeah, you got the bar up. But you're not getting the most out of the exercise. You know, so if your goal is to work the muscles that you're supposed to you know, be working when doing a proper exercise, this is exactly what you're trying to do. So what you do is make sure you get down underneath that bar and then get a good full extension and drive it up, okay? Great exercise, dangerous, but I mean, when you're doing it right, you gotta learn the right motion before you go heavy with it. So make sure you take the steps precautionary to get to that point, all right? So number three is the claim. Number four is the barbell back squat. So and I do this where I squat down to a box so that way you're always hitting the right level. So you wanna make sure that you're getting down to a level where you're at a 45 degree, or sorry, a 90 degree bend in your knees. A couple things that people do incorrectly is pick up the bar incorrectly. So you wanna make sure you're always grabbing the bar in the right spot, ducking up underneath it, making sure you're centered. So if you have your hands in the right spot, you're gonna obviously center your body up on there as well. So stepping back to the box, tap right back up. So you wanna be on your heels. And the good thing about having a box back there, it helps you to sit your butt back because you're not afraid to fall back, okay? And you wanna just tap your butt. Things that people do wrong all the time is they'll sit down and then they'll rock and then kind of push up. So therefore, one, it's tying into you know, the lower back again so these are a lot of things that people do to hurt their lower back and hurt their knees. So when you do these things incorrectly, that's what it does. But when done properly, you get the most out of it. And it's such a nice compound joint movement that you're going to build the most muscle with it. So why are these exercises so much better? Why are they for men and not for women? It's not that they're not for women. It's just the fact that you're going to build a lot stronger muscles when you're doing exercises that can be done heavy. So these are all heavy exercises. They're meant to be done heavy. They're meant to be making boulders of muscle 
you know, on your body. So especially when you're done right and then you eat to feed them. So I love, my favorite is pairing the hip thrusts with the squats. I think that this is one huge nugget of information to do. So that way, not only are you building your squats up because you're hitting your glutes really hard right there, getting them activated, jumping into a squat, keeping them activated, you're gonna also put on a ton of weight, ton of extra strength in your squat from doing that one paired with it, all right? Shh, don't tell anyone, that's a hidden secret right there. You watch it to this point, you just got a, probably like a thousand dollar nugget right there. Other things that people do wrong is just leaning on their toes. I mean, you probably see these all, all the time, is they'll get to the point where they're leaning forward on their toes because of the fact that they're either looking down or not comfortable with sitting back on their heels because of the fact that they're afraid to fall backwards. So barbell squat is number four. Moving on to number five. The nastiest exercise. Well, not the nastiest. They're all pretty good. All right, so we're going to do the split squat. So I'm going to show you with the barbell. You could do these with dumbbells also, kettlebells, whatever you want to use as a weight. Um, but you want to make sure that you're in the right position first. So right position meaning you want to make sure you have the back foot up on a box so it's elevated. You're going to have your front foot forward. But when you knee, go, drop your back knee towards the ground, you want to make sure that your knee is behind your toe. So a lot of times people will get set up like this improperly and they're all like, you know, leaning on their toe and doing it wrong. So the good thing about the barbell is it keeps your back nice and straight and tall. When you're holding dumbbells, you have the ability to kind of roll forward a little bit more. So you put your back foot up and you shake it all around. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so back foot's elevated. It, two things that is put positioning of your back foot. You can have it flat like that or up on your toes. It's preference, whatever feels better for you. You want to try to unengage your back leg as much as possible, okay? So, great exercise, driving through the heel of your front foot, driving through, boom, and you get up to that top part and you get a really nice squeeze on that glute, all right? So, barbell split squats or split squats in general, aka Bulgarian split squats, by far, great exercise for just crushing your glutes, especially if you tie a couple of these together. You'll feel it the next three days. So uh, another way I like to do it is actually in a Smith machine as well because it's guided, helps you from you know, falling over, and you can really add some weight on there as well because it keeps you in that same locked position. All right, we're going to move on. we got the next what? How many exercises? Where are we at? Four, five, six, seven. Last two. All right, so last two exercises. We're actually going to move over here to the leg press. So two great exercises on the leg press is a high foot placement leg press. So the normal positions right here, shoulder width apart. You want to make sure you're the same thing. Knees are below, below your toes. So you're gonna, a lot of times you'll have to pick this, the leg press up because you can't get into that position a lot of times. Well, at least I can't because I'm short. So you want your feet up high, coming down. You're not going to get a huge bend in those knees. Because if you overbend those knees, you're going to end up rolling your hips up because your hips are in a very fixed position being on a leg press. Um, <clears throat> so going down about, I mean, you're less than 90 degrees, so not quite 90 degrees, maybe like 45, you know, 60 degrees. And then just pushing up your heels, getting those hamstrings and glutes really engaged. 
All right, and the reason it's the same thing on a nice one is because you can literally slap on tons of weight and really put some weight up against those muscles, making, obviously, put, the more resistance you put against the muscles, the faster and harder it'll get. Number seven, can you guess what it is? Since I'm already in the position, single-legged leg press. So a great one also, one, because of the fact that, A, you're isolating one leg, so the other leg can't help, and two, you can get a little bit deeper on this motion because of the fact of you know, your hips aren't as locked as if you have both legs up on that leg press. So I literally just, big thing with this one is making sure your feet are aligned with your hips. So you don't want to have your leg over here centered on the actual leg press because of the fact this is a machine. It's going to equalize this weight anyways. So it doesn't matter if your foot's in the middle or off aligned with your hip, keeping your hip safe, okay? So make sure it's aligned with your hip. And the best way to do this is I, I literally will set up as if I'm getting ready to do a leg press and I just drop a leg straight down to the floor, all right? Um, I have a safety catcher here right in the middle uh, on the leg press. So a lot of times what I use is I use that as my guide of how deep I'm gonna go. So I come down. Boom, tap that dry right back up. So great exercise. Same thing is because, I mean, who's gonna single leg like lunge 300 pounds? You're not, like this is 317 pounds right here. So this is not really, I mean, I actually do more than this. This is just me showing you guys on the video. But I mean, look at the amount of weight you can do with a single leg to, I mean, that's great resistance to build some serious muscle on those glutes. I mean, can you deny it? No. You just want to make sure you're in the right position. All right, so those are the seven exercises. I know. They're great. You can't wait to run to the gym and try it right now. It's, it's, it's good nuggets. So what do you think is possibly holding you back from getting the most out of your exercises when trying to hit your glutes? Huh? I'm waiting. Come on. Pop them in the comments. What do you think? What do you think? So not being able to mentally understand the muscle. Not like in general, like where did it come from? You know, Adam and Eve. I'm talking about understanding it, like feeling it and understanding like, okay, this is my glute. How do I squeeze it? How do I tense it? How do I activate it? How do, my brain can't tell it to fire yet. So sometimes you have to do these. I know, I, this is why I saved it for the end. So I put this at the beginning, you might not have watched it. But there's two factors. This is only one of them. So don't turn it off yet once I show you this. You're going to be doing some of the girly exercises that help you to activate them. All right? These are all those ones you see in all those little bar classes and stuff. So, you know, kind of like leg lifts like this. Just trying to get your glute firing. So leg lifts, good fire hydrants out to the side. I'll do these a lot of times with some, at least to make it look a little more manly. <laughs> I'll stand on a band and just kind of walk in a stiff-legged position, just back and forth, trying to get those glutes firing. So small little side steps with band resistance. You can also use those circular bands that go right around your knees. The other one is the clam exercise, where you're down like this on all your elbow, foot on your other foot, but knees bent at a 90 degree angle, and you're just gonna open and close. Same thing, the bands right here, 
You want it either right below your knee or right above your knee. And you're just going to open it up, trying to activate the outside. Your glute here, major. And you're going to flip over, do both sides. Also, those kickbacks. If you want to go to the floor and do them, you can do that. You can do some bird dogs. The goal is just to get that glute activated. So trying to understand and get it fired before you start working it. So that way it's like, okay, cool. This is what I'm going to be working today. And then you go into the gym and actually hit it. All right? So that is number one, is understanding what is actually being worked. Okay? So that is number one reason why people don't get the most out of their workouts. Number two is inflexibility. So there's two things that can really hold you back from getting your glutes activated also, other than obviously your central nervous system not understanding how to fire it, is flexibility. Couple key stretches, get those hamstrings loose, is right leg over your left leg, reaching down towards the floor, pinning this leg back so that way it's locked position and you get a stretch on the hamstring. You're gonna obviously do both legs. The other one is you're gonna be laying up on a wall or a post and you wanna make sure your butt is right up on that post and you're just gonna go ahead and take your leg and put it straight up it. So you wanna get nice and tight to the wall, leg is straight up it and you can even grab the post if you really hitting that hamstring. The other area that really can hold you back is your hip flexor. This is what a lot of people have, tight hip flexors, because they're sitting so long throughout their day. This gets locked up. This gets lazy. So nice big stance, opening that hip flexor up, and leaning forward as much as you can, pushing yourself upright. Take it one step further. You want to reach that arm up and open that all the way up. You can just walk forward. Next one, same thing. Good leaning stretch on that. Really trying to stretch this so that way you can get the full range of motion to get this engaged. A lot of times this is so tight, people can't even finish the motion to actually get their glutes engaged because this is too tight to help them you know, get to that position. Whoa, that was like 101, all right? So one more key thing, man. Why is this for men, right? You know, you see all the girls talking about glutes in Shape Magazine. All right, so I'm gonna stop now. All right, so if you guys like this video, definitely show me some love, give me some likes, uh, pop some comments in there, uh, what you wanna hear next, what you like about this glute video, what glute exercises that you like, all right? See ya.